Alright, welcome back to the uh, fourth episode of the Your Team Sucks podcast with Josh and Rob. As always, I am Josh. I'm Rob. How's everything going, Josh? I'm going pretty well. It's been a while, but uh, scheduling issues, but you know. Things happen. Yeah. Things have happened, specifically with your own Boston Celtics. Of course, I have to bring that up. Yeah, you have to bring it up. I mean, um, yeah, it was exciting for a while. Um, And, uh, you know, no one really expected them to get this far in the playoffs, and they really just kind of stepped it up and, you know, almost made up for kind of a regular season. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm the biggest Celticator in the world, but I love, like, it was a good, really, really, really good series. Yeah. I mean, and it's just fun to watch them play. I'm glad they were in the finals because it's, it's just like, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch that team play. I have a good time. This may sound bad, but I have a good time rooting against them because they're they're always good and they're always like they're always going to pull it out. Like they always pull games out when I don't yeah. think they will. So it's a fun it's a fun group. And um, what do you think about Game Seven? That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, it was um, you know it was really ex- it, was, it was exciting. It was it's one of those games that was exciting because it was kind of close the whole time and not because the it was like good basketball. You know, none. Like, now either team was playing as well as they could. Absolutely. I mean, that seventh game, like, those first third, first three quarters were just excruciating to watch. And then we got, you know, one of the – probably one of the best fourth quarters in the history – or fourth quarter game sevens for sure. Yeah. Um, in NBA history. I mean, it was great seeing the back and forth. Rashid hits a three. Ron Artest hits a three. Yeah. And Rashid Wallace would hit huge threes. And Sasha Vujicic would hit – game clinching free throws i would call you crazy but mm-hmm. those three guys really uh added to the win right there yeah yeah i mean you know i was i was watching at sunny's uh you know the boston bar in santa monica for those who were unaware um and you know it was it's like completely packed you know i got there late because i was coming from work and there was you know there was a line out the door i didn't get in until the uh beginning of the second half um oh, wow. and you know but it's kind of group experience you don't normally get uh if i was just like watching at home or watching you know like at a bar with lakers fans or whatever that's a good that's a good yeah right you would want to yeah. do that yeah um that's a good now that's a good that's a good bar game i would have to say cause it was crazy sellers are up 13 who knew that the lakers would come back i mean right. i felt they'd get it close but um just a crazy fourth quarter i mean it was all it was like two teams giving 100% effort, whatever whatever uh, strength they had left, because they both looked so tired. Yeah. And it just seems like the Lakers squeaked out just a little more than the Celtics. But I think you should be you should be pretty psyched as a Celtics fan. It's a tough loss, but I mean, yeah. you, I thought this, people were thinking this this team could go out in the first round against the Heat, and they right. end up you know, yeah. crushing LeBron and then beating Orlando and pushing the Lakers to seven. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and definitely um, – you know, there's uh, that's the positive stuff that we're taking away from it. Um, I think in general, the Lakers are probably the better team throughout, anyways. So, right, the better we're team of the it. finals won the finals, but the better team of Game Seven may not necessarily have won Game Seven. That's that could definitely be true. I mean, you think yeah. about it. Um, I mean, then you question the whole like theory of you know seven game series. Do they work? Do they not work? But it's just like. 
I mean, a lot of teams like, you know, I mean, baseball, this is a baseball podcast and sure the guys are tired by when they're in the postseason, but I feel like in basketball and football, the physical, like the excruciating conditions they're under, you know, Kobe's Kobe's been in the league since he's 18. Yeah. This was, I don't know what is this nearing his, you know, 100th game of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, people get tired. I could see it. It was, it was, it w- made it to be though that whole factor, knowing these teams being so tired, both teams, Lakers a little younger than the Celtics, but both teams, you know, veteran guys yeah. who've been in the league guys playing against injuries. I mean, it had it all. It's really, yeah. really good. Series. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was exciting. Um, obviously, as a Boston fan, you'd want it to go another way, but you know you can take it out. Take uh, you know we've been with the big three. Uh, we've been in the playoffs every year. We made the finals two of the three years, and we got a championship out of it. So you really right. You I know can't you can't complain. be too sad about that. Right. Absolutely. Uh, well, and get uh, to the finals with Nate Robinson, um, yeah. <laughs> a feat that thought that people thought was totally impossible. So you should just you should hats off to you guys for that. Even yeah. Uh, what do they call themselves? The uh, what did Nate and uh, Big Baby call themselves? Shrek, Shrek, Shrek and Donkey. And donkey. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. Point. That made that that game really made me crazy. I I, I felt uh, I was saying that Jerry West was probably spinning in his grave watching those two clowns do that, and then someone goes, "Jerry West is still alive," and I at that point got kind of embarrassed. But yeah, crazy, crazy series. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't actually happen. I know Jerry West is alive. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Should we get to baseball? Yeah, let's let's, let's change gears a bit. I immediately oh, did. The Red Sox, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden the Rays start losing. We're in first, and now I got the Red Sox nipping at our heels, as they say. Yeah, I think I think they benefited from uh, kind of Boston fandom shifting to basketball for a couple weeks, and then it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to quietly play really well and catch up. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad shift. You can go from your your team in the finals to your get your team two games back from first yeah. place. That's not yeah. bad. They're two games back right now. Not barring, of course, not to date ourselves, but we have Red Sox Dodgers tonight yeah, um, very shortly. So I'm as the Red Sox, what are one and a half back now? Something like that. I mean, I I myself, I knew, I knew eventually the Red Sox would play up to their capability, and I figured it wouldn't be a two-team race for the whole season. Right. Um, what do you, What would you say? Why? What's the difference between the May and June Red Sox and the April Red Sox? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with Ortiz finding his swing again. He's been hammering balls pretty well. Uh, he's got close to, if not already, at 15 homers, I think, on the season already. Don't hold mm-hmm. me to that. I don't have a stat sheet in front of me. Um, but yeah, that helps. Uh, I mean, the pitching's uh, the pitching's been coming together, especially from some of the younger guys. Buckholtz has been doing really well. Um, Buckholtz has been really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we've gotten uh, Lester turning it around. Not yeah. like anyone was surprised. Of course, I figured Lester would start off slow, but no. I mean, they've looked really good. They. Um, Totally different team from when the season started, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. And, then, and of course, now they, you catch the Yankees at a good time. No, though they haven't been losing a lot, we still have picked up the, kept the pace up as far as wins, losses. But, yeah. I mean, the injury bug biting them. Certain guys just not playing well. A-Rod, something's going on there. I mean, you can tell when he's just out of the batter's box running. There's something going on, whether it, it's a hip flexor or something else. 
I, I don't know. I feel like something's not right there. So hopefully we'll get him fixed because he's been playing dreadful. Yeah. Deshera still has been lukewarm. I mean, he had a great game today, grand slam off Johan Santana, which was the only score of the game. But um, yeah, he, I mean, he's a notorious, he's a guy, he's notoriously a slow starter. Mm-hmm. Last year was kind of an aberration for him where he went on that crazy hot start. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, I expect, I mean, I, I'm not really that worried about him. I'd love to, him to start hitting just so he could win more games. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure by the time this season's over, we're going to be looking at him having, you know, the, the usual 30 home runs hitting whatever, 285, 300, something around there. So, yeah. Sorry. But, I mean, it's looking at that, I mean, the outfield, we had Granderson out. He's back finally starting to hit. Yeah. Uh, the bullpen's been fine. Uh, more so, I think they may need to have to get, like, a utility bat while, while we're inching towards the trade deadline, which isn't, you know, we're about a month and a half away from that. But I would look, as far as the Yankees, if they're going to make a – they're not going pitching, I don't think. Mm. I mean, what do you think? As far as the Yankees lineup, obviously it's still great, but – I think they need another guy who they, you know, they could plug in at first base one day because Teixeira wants a DH and Nick Johnson is, you know, a Nancy boy. Or they plug him in the outfield to give, you know, Granderson the day off, something like that. They need a guy who can kind of do that, jump off the bench because no one thought the bench would be playing this prevalently mm-hmm. um, this year for the Yankees, at least. Yeah. What you... about as far as Red, the Red Sox? I mean, you you can't complain. You guys are playing pretty well. Yeah. Going towards the trade deadline, where would you guys look? Maybe I don't know. I mean, you're maybe I would think a bat for you guys too. I mean, yeah, I don't think I, I would say a, been I, good. I would say a bat. You know, uh, definitely just to be safe. Um, the offense has been doing pretty well, but you know, um, still. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you started off the season. Ortiz is hitting well. I mean, I don't know if I would if I would pencil him in for having another All Star season. Though. Right. I don't know if he's going to keep it going. I mean, do you? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm encouraged by the last few uh, by the last month or so. Um, I think he can definitely keep up a a decent pace um, if if this you know once this hot streak kind of dies down a little bit as as hot streaks do in baseball. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I I think that as long as he can still say stay consistent. Um, then he can really help uh, kind of carry the offense or at least inspire the offense to also stay consistent. Mm-hmm. You guys are missing that big kind of middle line of power hitter. Now that uh, Ortiz has returned to form, um, you have that. But, I mean, you can always use uh, – the. you've had this quest for a first baseman, the Red Sox first baseman, for, for it seems like years now trying to find the right one. And, I, and this whole plan of moving Euclid to third, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Now that you have Beltre, who's playing pretty well, I mean yeah. – um, I don't know if you go out and look look for another uh, first baseman, really, because you're kind of you got Beltre there, you got Euclid there, who's got to play. You got a DH Ortiz. So where where do you think they would look for a bat? Um, outfield, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say the outfield. A lot of the people we've been bringing up um, from the minors are kind of like the speedier outfield types, um, and I think you need you need at least one kind of power outfield. Um, Although, who's that dude that, uh, was it D-Nava? I don't know, what's his first name? Yep. Daniel? No? Yes. Yep. Da- yeah, he had a home run first bat, first half bat. Yeah. And I don't think, and neither team, I think, will be looking for Cliff Lee. I don't think starters are a priority, but he's going to be the, the, the real jewel at the trade deadline. Yeah. 
And I think he goes. I mean, the Mariners are obviously going to look to sell. I don't think they're going to be competing. Um, and Abby, everyone knows how good he pitched last year. He pitches in the postseason well. He beat the Yankees in game one all by himself. I mean, right. Um, right. he's great. I would love him on the Yankees. I just uh, We're not going to get him because I think we have enough pitching as is. But he's great. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, well, let's uh, – what – we missed a couple big uh, baseball stories since the last time we podcasted. Let's uh, chat a little bit about that. Um, the uh, uh, the perfect game, no call, safe call at first place that ruined. Oh the yeah, game. yeah. That was like I was watching. I remember I was watching. Yeah, I, I don't know what I was watching. ESPN or something. And the bottom line says like, perfect game ruined uh, with in the ninth inning with two outs. Um, and who is it? It's Joe West is the umpire? Jim, Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce, excuse yeah. me. I don't know who Joe West is. Um, he's, he's an umpire. Jim Joyce. Uh, and it, it, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, it sure is a blatant, blatant call. But, I mean, and it's like the most important out. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, but I feel bad for the guy. Obviously, everyone, I think, is taking it easy on him. Yeah, and, he's, he's and he kind of came out right away and apologized. Said like, oh, that was bad. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think you, yeah you can't really hide from that one that's pretty yeah. bad. I'm I'm hoping that this sort of can at least usher in a a, a wave. Now, I'm not talking, you know, robot umpires, right. but we need some sort of some sort of review, some sort of, you know, camera look in here because I think it's certain, especially like a call like that. I'm not saying a perfect game matters as much as like a World Series game, but say something like something like that happens in a World Series game where a guy's safe and he's the winning run, something like that. I mean, if if this crazy thing can happen with a perfect game and a guy right. blowing a first base out or safe call with in the ninth inning with two outs, who's to say something in the World Series can't happen or something right. in a postseason game or something in, with a team trying to get in the playoffs? I mean, the, the NFL does it, and it works great for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something, uh, something to bring up. Uh, just, you know... Selig is so worried about the pace of the games that it's really, and he's really, he's a really stubborn uh, commissioner, you know. I know. God, uh, I can't wait till we get rid of him. Yeah, I think I, I think it may not happen under his watch. I think uh, I think it'll slowly start to trickle down, but I think once he's out of yeah. here, then then the next person will just be like, you know what, we'll put replay in. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, it depends how progressive the next guy is. Yeah, it does. Um, there, there's, there is a lot of uh, concern over the pace of the games, just because baseball games are so long, and I think um, there's kind of been like a cultural shift um, away from baseball, almost because of that. You know, where a lot of the, I think there are a lot of more casual fans that are paying attention to sports now, and the casual fan doesn't appreciate baseball for its length. Uh, exactly, like like real baseball fans do. So, um, I mean, what I would propose is something. Along the lines where you have in the NFL under two, I'm not saying these teams need challenges. I think that's right. kind of crazy. Wouldn't really translate into baseball, but nope. I think something when you're in the ninth inning, I think you should be able to review a call. The NBA has it, right? Uh, the NFL has it. I think I think that's okay. You're not. I mean, baseball has this old guard of old grizzled men like Mike Francesa who just who can't get over the old you know values of the game and can't move on to things that you know the nfl who kills the nba or kills the baseball stars ratings is yeah. already done and moved on and done so i think it's something to look 
forward to, but we'll see. I don't yeah. know. Maybe when we're like 90, it'll happen or something like that. Yeah. Well, when we're 90, uh, I think, um, I think everything's just going to be like holograms. And, yeah. Uh, maybe there will be robo umpires by then. Robo umpires. Robo. Robo ump. Too much pine tar. <laughs> My robo ump. Yeah, that was a really convincing robot. Yeah. Too much pine tar. You're out. You're out. You're out. Do you think there still would be like a rogue robot that would like yell the uh, out call? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Go up and yeah, bump his little his little chest protector yeah, up against the like, manager. Absolutely. Yeah, he'd be like, ha, ha. You don't know ha. what you're talking about. Your you wife your is a kid. whore, etc. Well, I don't know if he'll say that. I mean, yeah. if the programmers will put in a good in couple good insult lines there, but yeah, yeah. We have a lot to look forward to in baseball. I mean, short-term, Red Sox-Yankees oh. going down the stretch. Yeah. Long-term, robo-umpires. Exactly. Got to look at the big picture. Yeah. What else? What else happened? Oh, Ken Griffey retiring on the same day of that call. Yeah, I heard that, and I, I, I heard Ken today Ken Griffey retires. And I said, I thought he had retired five years ago, but apparently yeah, he's really. been playing stuff. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard. <laughs> and, and he's great. He's great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Griffey. Yeah, and I love him too. By the way, he's the he's one of the only guys who comes out of the steroid era crushing it uh, power-wise, home run-wise, and never connected to steroids. And I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, guy I think it's so because of that. Squeaky clean. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys that, like, you know, if he was ever connected to anything steroid, people would just feel terrible. So right. hopefully, hopefully that never happens. I'll, I'll uh, keep my hopes up that that never, ever happens. Yeah. I think I personally think he got his power from uh, the backwards hat. Yeah, I mean that that is a powerful thing there. Yeah, and and and, and, and the subsequent image he portrayed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, is uh, Griffey baseball? Uh, you know, one of the best baseball games of all time. Oh, but yeah, games. that's yeah. true. I yeah, uh, he's I given us so so much over the years. Yeah. I think a lot of people made this joke, myself included. But uh, since uh, he retired and the uh, the bad out call, bad safe call happened on the same day, uh, they were like, "Yeah, that that bad that bad call wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have happened in Griffey baseball." I think, yeah, absolutely, because, because they had they robo, umpires. robo umpires. Yeah, exactly. Griffey robo umpires. Yours. That's never. Out. That's not perfect. Gonna, that's game. Not Anyways, this uh, now, we're gonna rename this podcast to the Your Robo Umpire Team Sucks. Your mm-hmm. team, your Robo sucks. Umpire Team. <laughs> your we're, umpire something to look sucks. forward to, man. Something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. So I guess going going down the stretch, then um, we're, we're, let's check in in our Rays here. How um, how scared are you of them now? We're gonna go back to our scared meter. I'm at right now. I'm I'm at you know like a I would say like a five. I was at you know at an eight and nine mm-hmm. prior to now. They're they're showing some chinks in the armor a little bit. Um, the bullpen's not great. The starters are are good, but they're not as untouchable as we first thought. Right. David Price is I think was the only really 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 consistent guy on that staff at least this year. Yeah. And he but he's great. I mean I was, I mean you you guys are just. I'll I'll consider you guys just joining the race right about now yeah. with your good play. Yeah. Um well, how scared are you of the race? Let's ask you. Um how scared are you? 
You know, uh, at this point, I mean, I think as long as uh, I, I'm, I'm feeling really confident in uh, in just the Red Sox in general. So I think right now I'm not scared of the Rays, and I'm not scared of the Yankees either. But just because you know we've been able to catch up, so I think if we continue to ride this momentum, then uh, there, you know, the the outlook of trying to to get to the top of the division isn't going to be as scary as it was, you know, two months ago. Right. Um, I mean, only time only time's going to tell. I honestly, if I, I I'm not going to predict things. I don't know. Um, I think the Yankees will make the playoffs. I don't. If, are they going to win the division? I don't know. They could be a wild card. Yeah. I think it's safe to say the wild card's coming from our division. Oh yeah, especially. I mean, if you look at it right now, um, the three best records in baseball are our own division, right? Right. Yeah. So they're kind of you know. I mean, not that that's a surprise to anyone that the wild card is probably going to come out of the AL East. No, I think everyone expects that, and. Sucks for you, Baltimore and Toronto. <laughs> Although I was watching, uh, I was watching the, the I was watching the Yankees uh, the Yankees game a little bit today on TBS, and the announcer's like, "Yeah, the Red Sox are only like a game, game and a half behind, but look out for those Blue Jays. They're four and a half game behind. Don't count uh, them out." Yeah, I'm like, yeah. "You could probably still count oh, them." Oh, I'm out. shaking in my you boots. Can, you can count them out. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about them, but I mean, you know, I do worry about the Rays. Obviously, I worry about the, the Red Sox too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Definitely. it's a, it's. I think, I think we're gearing up for it to be uh, a good rest of the season, good s- pl- second half plus of the season. Um, Absolutely, we're set uh, up for some good baseball. Yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody is kind of playing where they should be playing, and you know, there's finally going to be some, uh, you know, uh, drama within the vision. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it. <laughs> Well, I guess this will conclude our uh, our podcast here. Yeah, like, you should follow us on Twitter, listeners. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm at jglass86, and I'm at Rob Kornhauser. Um, we're funny. I think we're good. Yeah. Well, you can hear us talk more about um, Robo Robo Umpires. Yeah, um, that, you know that's coming up again. I may exclusively only talk about Robo Umpires on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, from I now think on. at this point, we may have to look into like a whole separate podcast. Right, or a whole just, separate Twitter account just for Robo Umpires. Ro- um, Robo Set. Yeah, but we're also. Uh, there. Yeah, Keep an eye got, out for the next podcast, too. Yeah, or an ear out, really, you know, because you can't uh, yeah, see okay. this. To be technical, I guess, sure. One yeah. Um, but we're on, uh, get to our website, yourteamsucks.tumblr.com. We're on iTunes. We are. You can probably Google it. You know, if you're if you don't want to listen to what we just said, and just Google it. Uh, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blame you. Yeah. Yeah. And then just uh, you know, keep listening. Keep listening. Keep rooting for teams and baseball. Whichever team, whichever team you prefer and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until next. time. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.